Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, it's Thursday, which means those two days of not having football on TV are over. The only problem is we're back to having a crummy Thursday night game, or at least one that has big names, so it'll have a big draw, but it feels like a crummy Thursday night game. I mean, outside of the fact that the Niners might well be the best team in the National Football League, and the Brock Purdy story is amazing, it starts at like, what, 4.30 on the West Coast? 5 o'clock on the West Coast? That's suboptimal. Where are all the fans? Where are the, like, can you get to a game at 5 o'clock? When, by the way, it's not really close to San Francisco. Like 45 minutes from San Francisco. And I understand that their fans don't come from necessarily San Francisco, from Santa Clara, it's right there, San Jose or whatever. But it's at 5 o'clock in San Francisco. That's that's when the game is. Oh, yeah, and no Saquon Barkley. And I don't know if the Giants are any good anyway. And they've stayed out in the West Coast, right? Because they just played Arizona and had to have a comeback to beat, in the conversation, the worst team in the National Football League. There's a reason this line is 10 and a half and the total is 43 and a half. This is not going to be a shootout. It's going to be a bloodletting. And I guess 
it'll give credence to the value of Saquon Barkley because with Barkley not playing, it's just left to Daniel Jones, and ooh, that feels like it's going to be a struggle. But this is one of those where we're only in week three and we already have a game that's a standalone game that you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Thursday Night Football. I feel like this week is about a couple of teams in the NFL getting off the schneid to save their season and about college football's ranked team matchups, right? Penn State, Iowa, uh, Alabama, Ole Miss, Oregon, Colorado. Who would have thought that was going to be a big game at this point in time when the season kicked off? Wazoo, Oregon State. Yes, that's a big game. Notre Dame. Notre Dame taking on Ohio State. Uh, you got ranked teams, really good games across the board. And then you have some other teams, Oklahoma on the road, Cincinnati's maiden uh, voyage into the Big 12. BYU's first Big 12 game as they take on Kansas on the road after beating Arkansas on the road last week. And then in the NFL, you have the Chargers at Minnesota, both winless teams. Somebody's coming out 0-3. And the Bengals got to win a game eventually, right? That's not They don't they don't play until later in the week. You have teams that people thought could compete for a Super Bowl that two weeks in have yet to win a football game. I feel like Thursday is... Normally, Thursday's like, yeah, let's go. Or it has been the last two. This one's like, eh. Having trouble getting ready, getting fired up for tonight's game. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, RV, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Josh Lucas is going to join us 25 after the hour. Josh was the he's the former director of player personnel with the Bears. He covers the entire National Football League. He joins us weekly. We'll get his thoughts on the Chicago Bears, who to say they had a tough day yesterday is a bit of an understatement, right? The the Bears day yesterday was a lot like if you ever had one of those days you're like, you woke up late, you know, you had your coffee, but you forgot to turn your coffee maker on. So you turn it on late, you're running out the door. You know, then you you grab your coffee, it burns your tongue, you spill it on your shirt, you got a meeting with the boss, maybe you went to the wrong location, you like you can't find a parking spot, then somebody dings your car while you're at your parking spot. You know, you forgot to bring your snack, or to get something for lunch, you go out to get lunch, everything's there's nowhere to nowhere to park, nowhere to go, like then you get home and your dog got out. Like it's one of that that was the bear's day yesterday. They're 0-2. Their left tackle was put on IR. Their quarterback, he didn't blame coaching, but it was the first word out of his mouth when they asked him why he was playing like a robot. He said, coaching, and then he went into a long answer. Then he had his own kind of um, additional walk-it-back sort of clarification press conference. And then their defensive coordinator, who no one knew where he was, resigned and there's rumors that there were multiple potentially multiple FBI raids one that has been um disputed or one that said not to occur at Hallis Hall which is where the bears actually practiced they had themselves a day that's a full day and they get to play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday it's a full day full day anyway Josh Lucas will join us
But the, the, the thing I wanted to start with was, did you guys see what Minka Fitzpatrick said about the hit that he had that ended the season of Nick Chubb? And look, I hope Nick Chubb comes back and he's anywhere near what he has been. But there's a world in which that's the last we see of Nick Chubb as a productive running back in the NFL. Is that fair? It's not his first knee injury. He had one in college. And that was a really gruesome one. And again, this is not me hoping for Nick Chubb to never play high quality or even play football again. It's just the reality of the position, the sport, and the severity of that injury. Fair? Okay. Is that fair? So here's what Minka Fitzpatrick said. And I think, I I, I actually think, don't shame uh, fans, guys on social media, even broadcasters, guys that played, I think shame on them because there have been some that said that's a dirty hit. And here's Minka, and I thought this was a great response. He told this to Brooke Pryor of ESPN.com. I'm a guy that's a competitor. It's going to go out there and play the game. I'm chippy. I'm edgy. And of course, uh, of course, I'm chippy. I'm edgy, but I'm not a dirty player. I'm not going to sit here and defend and defend my character. I know the type of player I am. Chubb knows the type of player I am. I played against him for the past five years, two times a year. I love competing against him. He brings out the best of me. Uh, I bring out the best of him. Do we really think that's the case? That Nick Chubb's sitting there going, you know, it's not playing against the Steelers. It's playing against Minka Fitzpatrick. All right, whatever. No chance that I would even try and purposely interest somebody. Always. It's an unfortunate event. You make the decisions within millisec- milliseconds, and you can't really control what happens after you choose to make your decision. I already chose to go low. Somebody got on his back while I was going low, and what happened happened. There's nothing really I would do differently. It's very unfortunate. Chubb's a great player. He makes a lot of makes the game a lot better when he's playing. He also went on on at some point later in time to say like, look, you can't go in high against Nick Chubb. He'll just run you over, which is accurate. And I, I think there's just a reality to playing the game, coaching the game. I even think it's a lot like the, the Sean McVay thing where we think everything has to be negative. Everything has to be a conspiracy. Everything like, no, that's the whole idea of these conspiracy things is they're so remote. They happen so seldom but we keep chasing them. We keep chasing them. I mean, the 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 best example is, was it last week or this week? I'm getting my weeks confused. Where they had the press conference in Mexico where the alien skeleton was found. And then they did an MRI and they did an x-ray and they're like, yeah, basically they took parts of other skeletons and... This is a complete and utter fraud. A complete and utter fraud. Like, you think of this skeleton didn't, it existed. That it would be in some random press conference in Mexico that this, like, is that really how you think? If there were really uh, skeletons of a UFO, of an alien creature, you think that's where we would find it. It's like Sean McVay, like, you really think that Sean McVay who's won a Super Bowl, probably going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Whenever he gets done coaching, he's going to go into broadcasting, right? That's his path. He's the next Gruden. Anybody dispute that? Do you think that he's, for one second, 
going to risk that because he's like, oh, what's the line? Seven and a half. I'm going to risk everything I have just to kick a field goal at the end of the game because F them Niners fans who bet on the Niners at seven and a hook. And the same thing goes to Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, you think Minka Fitzpatrick's sitting there going like, here comes Nick Chubb. He's going through a hole. It's around the goal line. I'm going to try and hurt him. Come on, man. If you want to say he bailed out because he didn't actually try and tackle low and see the ball and used his body instead, that's fair. And that's a little dirty. Right, just throwing your body at somebody's legs instead of actually tackling, that's a fair way to point out, hey, there's one thing to go low and tackle. There's a whole other thing to just throw your body out there where you can't see what else is happening. That would be fair. But the idea that, oh, he's trying to take him out. Really? You know, I I think back to the... David Blatt comments. You guys remember when David Blatt was the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers and he got crucified for saying that being a head coach in the NBA was like being a, a fighter pilot, a, a, a jet fighter pilot. Yeah. Pilot. Sorry. I jumbled my words there. I'm everybody knows what I'm talking about. Right. And he's like, you're, you're just making hundreds and thousands of decisions. Like people are like, Oh, get over yourself. No, that's actually exactly how it is. Do I stand up? Do I sit down? Do I coach this player? Do I let him go? Do I sub or do I not sub? Who do I sit next to? Do I talk to those assistants? Do I call a play? When they miss a shot, do I say something about it? Oh, there's an out-of-bounds play. What out-of-bounds play do we run? What personnel do we have? What personnel do they have on? There's a lot of stuff going on there, and it's not like the NFL where you have one guy doing the offense, one guy doing the defense, you're kind of the bridge, one guy doing special teams. You can have that, but there's really only one voice coming from the sidelines. It's just the realities of the speed of sport and the decisions that are made that we, I, I, we get to this thing where everything's a conspiracy. I mean, I, and forgive me because I'm probably on X more than I should. And when I say X, I don't mean drug X. Have we established that that's a lot confusing? Are you on X? Yeah, I'm on X. No, not ecstasy. I'm actually on what used to be Twitter called X. But there are people that pop up now that I guess Obama's chef died in like a paddle boat incident. Well, that's got to be a conspiracy. And this happened in this country and that's got to be like conspiracies are so remote. But we insist on chasing them and we think everything is a conspiracy. Every, everyone is out to get everyone else. And it just gets incredibly tiresome, doesn't it? So to review, tonight's game, going to be crummy. Celebration of the Niners. The Niners don't have a bad fan base. It's at 5 o'clock local time. And oh yeah, by the way, they're going to blow out the Giants because Saquon Barkley's not playing. And I'm not sure the Giants are any good anyway. What do you guys think about this? Um, I was thinking about getting this started. What if you always refer to the Giants 49ers game as the Mario Manningham game? Why? Because he played for both teams at a high level. You guys aren't on board with that? Hashtag Mario Manningham game. Who's going to win the Mario Manningham game? Will he wear like a half Giants and half 49ers jersey? 
Like the parents, like Donna Kelsey has to? I mean, if you guys can give me one player that played for both teams, I might be able to give it, I'll give it to you. But this is forever to be known as a Mario Manningham game. Let's get that thing rolling. Hashtag. Uh, that That's one of those that we talked about that in the meeting. And I kind of politely sort of, I thought in a really good sort of leadership way said, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd go with that, right? I'd go with like kind of an 80s when these teams were awesome sort of thing. And that was a a hint that I didn't think it was going to catch on. I, I missed the hint. I okay. went right through the stop sign there. It begs the question that Monday night at dinner, would you rather be watching the Manning cast or have a Manning ham? I think that's another question. Manning what you would rather have the Manning cast? That's great. Hmm. Or just have the Manning ham. Hmm. It's delicious. Oh, Manning ham? No, no. I yes, for Thanksgiving, Manning ham. Hmm. Manning ham. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. Can you think of another? I it, I think of when I think of this game. I also think of that weird playoff game. Help me out where Jim Fossil was the coach. Wasn't there a weird field goal thing or something that happened? Or did the did the Giants lose on a field goal? I'm thinking late nineties or maybe even when the Giants made the Super Bowl and lost to the to the Ravens. Yeah, they had to throw like a like kind of was like Trey Junkin was involved in it. Um, he might have been the long snapper or the one who like tried to catch the pass on a botch snap. They've had a variety of classic games throughout the years. I don't think this is going to be one of them. I think it's just going to be a bad football game. Yeah. That's, that's but but I also think the 49ers are going to contribute to part of that badness. In what way? Short week, yeah. tough game against the Rams. Again, I think their schedule. I think they just want to get through this week, get to 3-0, and and then get their week and a half off. Yep, I, I would agree with you. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday with DraftKings Sportsbook. Same game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with the code Gottlieb, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Dan Beyer, what do you have, my friend? No, 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 no. It wasn't an update type thing. Okay. No, you want to get in. We were talking that Colorado fans. Yeah. Base. Yeah. I just, I, I wanted to just say something. I'm curious your thoughts on it. No, good. I think that when it comes to the fan base of it, I don't want college football fans, and I consider you and me college football fans, to become hockey fans. And I feel that hockey fans are like, nobody ever talks about our sport. Nobody cares about our sport. And then we try to talk about the sport. You don't know anything about hockey. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And I think it's great that more people are being exposed to college football that weren't previously now, I understand the tweet that you mentioned was just completely inaccurate. It wasn't correct. Other teams play music. They're not changing the game. So I have more of a problem with the people who feel like they know all about college football when they've just arrived or or want to hype something up. But I do think, as college football fans, we need to welcome the, the new fans that are now being exposed and interested in in the game. Yeah. You're like, yes, they bring a real, that's a bite. Like, even if you say they bring a real buffalo, like, that's an American bison. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Does it matter? What is its, what is its geno, genoid or whatever? I, I don't know. They actually, for people who just now started watching Colorado football, they actually have a real buffalo run on the field before the game. Like, that really happens. You're like, really? Yes. My, That's really a thing. My wife grew up in the the sports that they cared about really were the NBA here in LA Lakers. That that was it. It wasn't like it was around the clock sports household. So college football completely foreign to her. And I took her to the Rose Bowl a few years back when Ohio State played Washington, and it was so foreign to her to see a hundred thousand people like you see it on TV, but you don't really grasp it, uh, wearing their colors, the bands, everything that came with it. 
And it was a great feeling for me, for my wife to be like, okay, now I kind of understand a little bit what you guys are talking about. And so I think that that is what is what is neat about Dion and, and what can be neat about Colorado and, and seeing the response to it. But for the for the people who are trying to say that he's changing the game when they don't know what college football is or is something, as you said, of just playing music at practice to deal with crowd noise, that stuff does get annoying. But I just don't want us to push away the fans that are being brought in because of the excitement that it's been. And cash your checks now because as you think and Pat Forty thinks, you know, Colorado isn't as great of a story if they're three and two. Uh, yeah, yes, but I, I would say, like, look, let's see how it ends up. Should, the, the big question for me was, can Shador play at this level? And the answer is yes, quite obviously. Um, but we don't, you know, like, we're handing him the Heisman and talking about him being the number one overall pick. You know, it's like, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. Um, so I, I just, it's the, my issue is the people that are now late to the game, and anytime you pick against them or anytime you point out um, something that's not 100% positive, like, I look, I, I got to tell you, not knowing your center's name, do I love the fact that he grabbed Jimmy Horn Jr., who, was, who had, like, three bad drops and said, you know, hey, your dad's watching you in prison and, like, go make him proud, and he had the, the, the end, up, end up being the touchdown that tied the game? Like, that's awesome. On the other hand, like you have that knowledge and relationship with your wide receiver, you don't know your center's name? Like that strikes me as really odd. Right? It just does. And I know that doesn't land well in a locker room because one, I've been in lots of them, two, I've been that kid, you know, where like you don't even know my name? What? Anyway, um That center should wear a sweatshirt that says, I ain't too hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I isn't that what Dion wears? Like yes. I, yes, I ain't too hard to find. Go ahead, uh, Jason. You like you clearly want to get into this discussion. Well, no, no, but you know, as usual, I have my uh, my one sentence thing. If if we are making Shadur the top pick, that means we need to do a recalibration of my hashtag caving for Caleb. So now, are the Cardinals shrinking for Shadur <laughs> or sinking for Sanders? Sinking for Sanders, I think. You like sinking for Sanders? Stinking for Sanders. Stinking for Sanders. And there's other teams that seem to be stinking for Sanders. I just, I hate when you haven't been good and now you win a couple games and you're like, and like if you pick against our, you pick against me, it's like somehow offensive to you. There are two teams, you have to pick one. You have to pick one. That's how it works. Now, Vegas believes that one team is more likely. 21 points favorite, 21 points better than Colorado. That seems like a lot. But I thought what Pat put together was a very uh, cohesive argument. Like, look, they played, my thing, they played a brutally physical, incredible game late Saturday night. That's a quick turnaround to go and be on the road and play Mm -hmm. against an Oregon team, which is game, is ready. They got a fifth-year senior starting quarterback at home. They played kind of a cakewalk game, if you will, against, uh, against UH. You know, they were... They were they weren't in bed watching that game, but they were all good, iced up watching that game on Saturday night. It begins the rehab process earlier, and they already have better depth because they've had the program going longer. It's a reality to it. But my my issue is the if you pick against them, 
or if you say anything is not 100% positive, then you're a hater, you don't believe, and of course you always get the people go like, you're a racist. Do you think... Do you think that what they did at TCU to start the season is any of the reason we're getting that dialogue? Yes. I think I think that it's a, a small part of it, but then again, if you I don't want to say if you know college football cuz it sounds so uppity, but it's a lot different like an opening season line for week 1. Like Vegas just knows a lot more 2 and 3 weeks in. Yeah, they don't know. No you one know? knows. Yeah, Especially like, now. It, I mean, they had what would TCU had three starters back? Yeah. But again, it shouldn't take away from my thing with Colorado is different than other people's. What I was impressed by against TCU was they looked really sharp and well coached considering they hadn't had spring ball. You know, all these guys come in and it takes a while to install things and to install your. And remember, when you're taking all these transfers, it's these are like it's like people that they're in their second marriage. Right. There's just. And and you didn't have a – it's not like you had a guy sitting out for a year to learn the culture of how we do things. You're just going. And so how they've been taught may be differently than how you want them to execute. And I thought they were very well coached and more and well-disciplined. And I thought, you know, Nebraska game was actually a pretty close game, but not for the fact that Nebraska's quarterback play was so bad, was so terrible. And I thought that's when they kind of found their level. And the Colorado State game, like, you know, Colorado State pushed them around a little bit. I mean, really – it was a brutally physical game, and Colorado State, you know, stepped over the line some, and I think CU did as well. But I thought they pushed him around, and I, I, you know, I, I did think that that the execution down the stretch from the offense was outstanding. But that doesn't make them a top. I mean, they're not really a top twenty team. Right? Does anybody actually think they're a top twenty team? Well, that that leads to my question: when when the season does finish out, and it finishes out probably the same way. That everybody thought it was going to finish out right. With it, they, they may have what was it, Dan? You said the over under for them like three, three wins. Okay, three and a half. So they let's say they end up with three wins at the end of the season. I and, think they'll end up with more than that. Okay, five. Would you say five? Is that a, a reasonable? I, they're going to beat Stanford. I, I would be surprised they didn't beat Stanford. That'll be four. Okay. Um, they should beat Arizona State. Arizona State is five. Okay. Cal is Cal's actually it, really well coached. They're yeah, not bad. They're not on their schedule. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm my bad. I'm looking yeah. at the wrong schedule. I'm looking at Oregon's schedule. That's 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 my bad. Um, their schedule. Okay, so they have they have Oregon, USC. The problem with looking at Arizona State is again, if they even if they don't win, like now you've become everybody's biggest game. And Oregon State is Arizona State is not good, but we have no idea. They don't. I don't think they have a week off right before they play Arizona State. So you're gonna play Oregon. That beats you up. You play USC, that beats you up. Now you play Arizona State and Stanford. Those are two games they should win. That should be five. UCLA, we don't really know how good they are. Oregon State, same thing. Arizona, I think you should end up with six wins at minimum, and that's way better than people Okay, thought. so then when it when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. they, they will be still talked about as a good season for them. It, it's not going to be like all of this hype now, and then they end up being – what everybody thought they were, and it just kind of goes away. I, I think it depends on how it ends, okay. really, because you still have you have Oregon State, you have UCLA, you have Washington, you have Utah, and if you get beaten up these next two weeks, it definitely takes some luster off of it. Yes, 100%. and then if you lose those last two on the road, which are those are hard games, like the Palouse, that's going to be a hard one. And again, this will be the biggest circus to come to town, regardless of their record. Colorado and Deion Sanders coming to Palouse in Washington State—that'll be a show. 
and then you go to Utah. And th- that team is going to beat you up. That's a physical football team. But we don't know what those teams look like now. We don't know what Colorado looks like. I, I mean, this hasn't been pointed out, but, like, Travis Hunter seems to be about the right things. I thought his video, you know, clearing up that, hey, it's just a football play, not seemed like a great kid. Right? But we do understand we get to the possibility he gets dinged again and somebody is like, Travis, you can be drafted in the NFL. Like, let's shut this thing down. I'm not for it. I don't believe in it. But it's the reality of what happens. Same thing with Shadur. Like, his dad can say right now, like, he's coming back, but the offensive line's not great. He gets beaten up a little bit. We get late in the season, and there is the the problem with recruiting that level. some of those level of guys is if it goes bad, what are we playing for here, really? Which has become acceptable. I don't love it. I don't even like it, but that's a reality. Uh, by the way, Big Noon Kickoff just announced that they will be in Boulder at Shadour's Econ class on <laughs> Thursday, October 12th. So, Big Noon Kickoff class starts at 10. Big Noon Kickoff will start at 9 a.m. local time in Boulder at Shadour's uh, Econ 101 class. Have you guys ever taken a Saturday class in college? No. No. It's my favorite story of, of, from Oklahoma State. So, we had a group we called the Knuckleheads. And my senior year, we had a we had a weird group where we had like six graduating. It was actually seven seniors because Zach Cazell was a walk-on who was on the team for two years. And so was Rodney Souter. So I think we had seven or eight seniors. And so then we had a group of guys that were sitting out as transfers and a couple of freshmen. And there was like five or six of them. And, you know, four or five of them, academically, they could use a little little help. So uh, Nate Fleming, who was a dear friend of mine, he perished in the, the plane crash. He was like a four-point student, and he was in this Saturday history class. And they're like, Coach, why am I in the Saturday history class? Like, Because when you study, they need to study. You need to be their eyes and their ears, make sure they're in class, and you come back and report to me everything. Four credit hours, you get a B. Like, you're, you're pretty good as far as being eligible, right, if you get a B. If you get an A, you're set. So there was nothing uh, nothing funny about it, but it was a Saturday class. So one of the first football games of the year, uh, my senior, they played Tulsa, and it was like an 11 o'clock start on Fox Sports West. Remember those? Those early oh, games? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or Fox Sports Southwest. And so, you know, th- those guys had class 8 to 12. So normally, most college basketball teams, if you have practice, you have practice, and, you go, and then you eat together and you go out. If that, it was before practice was about to start or maybe practice just started. So we had like a morning lift and workout and then we got some to eat, showered, and we went out the game and you get out there, we roll out there like 1045 and the knuckleheads were all there. We're like, dude, what are you guys doing here? Like, ah, we didn't go. Who's going to know? <laughs> we're like, the old man's going to know. <laughs> if you fart on campus, they smell it in his office, right? So... um so then Nate Fleming comes along, like at eleven oh two, and he's like, "Where were you guys? I went to class. You weren't there." They're like, "Ah, don't worry about it. Cover for us, Nate. Go ahead. You're gonna say." I was just gonna say, and missing one Saturday class is like missing an entire week or two weeks, Correct. right? Correct. Yeah, because it's four hours. It's four hours. Yes, there's no other class during the week, and and it's like one of these. Dude, just show up and you're gonna get a C. Do anything, you'll get a B. Do something nice and you'll get an A. And you're, then you're set for the semester. So Nate Flame is like, where were you guys? Oh, he let us out early anyway. Like, I don't know why you guys didn't go. 
So they're like, we got, we're like, they're high five and we're good. We're good. I'll never forget. Monday, I had a statistics test at like four. It was like four to six. And practice was like at, I think it's six at night. So I'm like, coach, I'm going to be late to practice. I got a test. No problem. Just come in and get ready. So I come walking in like 6.15 and everybody's walking out. I was like, where are you guys going? They're like, no, practice canceled. I was like, what? Like, but you got to go in and see this. So I walk into the gym and guys are bent over trash cans throwing up. And they had, they had to do six 17s. You guys familiar with the 17 in basketball? You go across the court. One is just sideways across the court, right? So it's 94 mm-hmm. length, 50 across. So you're going 50 is one, 50 is two. 17 in a minute is, it's moving pretty good. It's not crazy, but you can't jog. You got to hit those lines and be running. So they had to all get under a minute for six consecutive 17s or start all over. And they were at like, you know, I walked in, they were at like 12 and guys were crying and throwing up and guess who never missed the Saturday class anymore? Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. The knuckleheads. Jason Keep. Who else in that? Victor Williams. There's some knuckleheads in that one. Never missed a class again. Let's get to Dan Byer with a quick update. Doug, Dallas Cowboys corner Trayvon Diggs lost for the season today, according to reports, after tearing his ACL during a one-on-one drill at the Cowboys practice earlier today. Cowboys are in Arizona to take on the Cardinals on Sunday. Diggs just signed a five-year extension worth $97 million prior to the start of the season. Week 3 starts tonight with the Giants and 49ers, 8.15 Eastern time. 49ers wide receiver Brandon IU considered a game-time decision because of a shoulder injury. The NFL Network reports that he he is not expected to play this evening. Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson remains in concussion protocol. He was not at practice again today. Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown was back at practice, as was Packers running back Aaron Jones. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor says quarterback Joe Burrow day-to-day with a calf injury. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled, Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. The Brewers blank the Cardinals today 6-0. Their magic number to clinch the NL Central is down to three. The Rays rallied for a couple in the ninth inning, topped the Angels 5-4. Tampa's already clinched a playoff berth, but they've moved within two of first place Baltimore in the American League East. Doug, back to you. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Man, I, I know there's somewhere we're supposed to go, but I like I like where we went even even more. Yes, uh, Coach Prime said this by the way to Taylor Rooks because you know he's really hard to get on in an interview. I actually think we're the only show he hasn't done. <laughs> he also hasn't been on the I Want Your Flex podcast. New yeah. episode today, and there'll be a new episode tomorrow. By the way, um, what do you do if you had who's who's the running backs you pick up? <laughs> It's been a constant conversation between us three. Um, you know, if you've lost Nick Chubb, I still think that Jerome Ford is your better bet uh, uh, over Kareem Hunt at this point. So I would stick with uh, with Ford. But yeah, a lot of lot of injuries. I'm looking for Deuce Vaughn to have a bit of an expanded role for the Cowboys. I don't think Dallas wants to give Tony Pollard 25 carries, even though they say he can handle it. Yeah, I don't, I just I I wonder Deuce Vaughn. I mean, like, look, I love the Deuce Vaughn story, but he is tiny. Yeah, it would be it just. I mean, for the the guys that are available, I mean, he may get you know anywhere from ten to fifteen touches a game, 
maximum yeah. of that. I just don't know if he can get a vulture touchdown, though, Yeah, with, no. with his size. Uh, this is what um, Deion Sanders said about his son, Shadur, and going to the NFL with uh, Taylor Rooks. It's not about what I'm seeing from them. Mm-hmm. It's about a whole lot of other things, um, teams, um, position, round projection, all of that plays a role. Mm-hmm. Because now with NIL and who they are, shoot, you could make just as much money here as you can there unless you, uh, you know, one of the first five picks. But Shador don't want to be two to nobody. He don't get down like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people projecting him behind, uh, you know, Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams is, is, is phenomenal. But Shador ain't no backseat rider. He ain't, you know, he drives his Maybach. Mm-hmm. He don't have a drive in it. He drives it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I would say the reality to it is if he can be a first-round pick quarterback, then you probably go because it starts your clock towards that second contract, and the second contract is when you have gigantic money. The difference, obviously, is that Shador doesn't technically need the money, one, because of what he's making in college, but two, because where he comes from, right? So he doesn't doesn't have to speed up the process as so many do. So really interesting. Coming up next, live from the Tyrac.com studios, one star in the NFL will be MIA this weekend. Who is it? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Um, I think the Coach Prime discussion is still a really good one, right? They are undefeated. They've kind of taken college football by storm, and it's really hard. And we get to this thing, and this is – we talked last hour, and Dan nailed something that I really love, is there are historically bad fan bases that are annoying, you know? And and one of the things about a lot of these fan bases that are annoying is they become annoying because they're a good story, and then their fans become obnoxious because they're entitled. And then some of them are also violent, which is – more than more than just annoying, it's like off-putting. Right? But I, I would, I guess the question would be like, there's this, and I don't even want to say Colorado football fan base because you're not a Colorado football fan. Like really, the best fan base is the ones, show me a full stadium when you're bad. It's easy to show up when you're winning. Hell, everybody wants to go when you're winning. When you're be- Show me when you showed up. Um, you guys know who John Anderson is, longtime Sports Center host? Right, his wife, Tamara, uh, is also an Oklahoma State alum, and like her claim to fame is she had season tickets the year Oklahoma State went 0 for 12, and she went to every game. Right, she's like, "You want to say fans? We were on probation. We didn't win a game. I went to every home game. That's what a fan does. I wouldn't do it. I'm just, I'll just be honest. There's no, I, I, you couldn't. I, I went last year when they played West Virginia, and they lost most of their team to injury. And I only went because somebody gave me access to their suite. Thank you, Rick Hooper. Appreciate you, my guy. And I had a bunch of ex-athletes like, hey, let's get up there and let's go drink some beer and have a good time. But the point is that all these fan bases, we're great fan base. Like, no, you're not. You're not You're not there when you lose. Everybody gets onto a winner. But the Colorado people, which combined with the Deion Sanders sycophants, like you're creeping over into the, you're super annoying. Did you guys see the Twitter post from some Colorado podcast? Like they were playing music full blast yesterday and the Oregon fight song full blast at the Colorado practice. Like no detail left, no no rock left unturned. No details too small for coach prime. Like this dude who went to Colorado's practice has clearly never been to a college football practice before a road game ever before. 
because Dan's covered it. Dan, what percentage of teams play music or band noise or some sort of ambient sound getting ready for a road game in college football? I even feel like 100%'s a bit low in yes. guessing that. Yes. Yes. But the other part is, like, now if you pick against them, you're a hater. You don't believe. Right? If at any point, like, last week they were the huge favorite, I love Colorado State came out like, you're talking all that junk. They clearly hit him in the mouth and the ribs and late. But that was an incredible football game. And yeah, I was rooting for the underdog. But it feels like the Colorado Dion thing, while still really popular, we're creeping up on now on people going like, yeah, I'd kind of like to see them leveled off a little bit. Wouldn't mind if they got their asses kicked this weekend. Pat Forty joins us, senior writer for Sports Illustrated. Of course, he's covered college sports forever, written books on him as well. He joins us. Um, where are you on the Deion Sanders Colorado football story? Oh, it's been a blast. It's been, uh, you know, wildly entertaining, very fresh, extremely unconventional, uh, somewhat polarizing. Um, but. You know, I mean, it's completely, I'm stunned to the extent to which it has overtaken the first three weeks of the season. Like, Texas beat Alabama, and I'm not sure anybody even really kind of remembers. Uh, Ohio State's playing Notre Dame this weekend, and people are like, oh, yeah, that game. Um, so it's, it, it is a wild phenomenon, that's for sure. I have enjoyed watching. Uh, okay. How do you think they do this weekend? I think they get smoked. I, I think that they are not a great team, and Oregon is a very bad matchup, especially without Travis Hunter, which is missing two people, not one. And, uh, you know, Oregon can run the ball. I'm not sure Colorado can stop the run. Uh, Bo Nix is a dangerous passer. I don't think Colorado can get pressure on him. Uh, Colorado, uh, conversely, cannot run the ball themselves. I think you are putting everything on Shadur Sanders' shoulders and asking him to be ridiculously good on the road in the toughest atmosphere in the Pac-12, uh, coming off a double overtime game that ended after midnight local. So I think it's a big ask, and I think they're going to get crushed. I I do as well. Is what they're doing sustainable? Uh, I, I define sustainable, I guess I would say. Um, well, I mean, they're kind of the it team in college football right now. Can they remain an it team? Yeah, okay. Um, uh, they can remain an interesting team. Uh, you know, we'll watch watch the heck out of them this week and next week for sure. I think they probably lose both those games, Oregon this week, USC next week. Uh, and then, you know, things probably level off and we get down to, okay, who's actually going to compete for the playoffs? And Colorado's not going to be one of those teams. But are they going to be, you know, are they going to, dramatically outperform the Vegas expectations of three and a half wins as the over-under? Yeah. Are they, you know, going to get up to six or more wins and go to a bowl? Yeah, they haven't had six wins since 2016. Um, are they going to be fun to watch? Yes. Uh, so all those things I think are in play. If this were a couple of years ago in the Pac-12, I think they could win eight or nine, but it's a really good league this year. So I think they've, they've definitely got uh, many more lumps to come. Do you think Nick Saban is close to retirement? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I, I certainly think, and I've been saying this for over a year now, that I think that the, the dynasty's over. I don't think they'll win another title. I think that they have hit that point of no return where it's diminishing returns. You're going backward. 
Uh, it, it, that's not a condemnation of Nick Saban or anybody else. They've had the greatest run in history. Uh, but all runs end. He's 71 years old. It's ridiculous to expect it to keep going on forever. So uh, I think it happens. I, I would not be surprised at all, Doug, if they are beaten Saturday by uh, Ole Miss. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Pat Forty is is joining us. Um, Pat, uh, I think Ryan Day's been under a little bit of pressure. Not a ton, but you lose two years in a row to Michigan. And, you know, their offense hasn't looked great. They're going to Notre Dame and take on Mark. Uh, you know, Mark Stream's got he's got a good team. He's got a very good quarterback, and it does feel like, uh, you know, I don't know that this version of the Irish could eventually make a push towards the playoff. What's your thoughts on that game? Yeah, uh, fascinating um, for the reasons you articulated and others. Um, I yeah, that, like Ryan Day's forty-eight and six, which is preposterous. But there are people that. Don't think he should be the coach because he's not undefeated against Michigan. And not only is he not undefeated, he's one and two, and he's gotten crushed both those games they lost. So there is pressure from that standpoint. If they lose this game, you're looking at having lost your last three big games. You got smoked by Michigan. You lost a heartbreaker in a great playoff game against Georgia, and you would have lost to Notre Dame. None of those are terrible losses, but in succession, those, those are things that Ohio State isn't used to and doesn't like, you know, I mean, like I said, the, the only people that lose their minds worse anytime they lose is, is Alabama fans. Uh, Ohio state is a close second. They don't expect to lose ever to anyone. And so if you start stacking them up like this, it does increase pressure on a guy with an incredible record. Uh, but he hasn't yet done what urban Meyer did before him. This is, this is very true. Um, those other schools in the PAC 12, right? Washington with Michael Penix. We're going to see Wazoo take on Oregon State. Um, you know, UCLA takes on Utah. You got all these other teams in the pack. Who's the one that survives to take on USC to win this thing? Oh, boy. I, I had been saying Oregon State because I really like them. I think they have good balance. They can run. They can throw. They can play defense. But I am so dazzled by what Washington's put on the field so far this year. I mean, they are they're the best passing team in the country, including USC, I think. Um, Michael Penix, you know, just throwing those bombs to all those receivers. They are fun to watch. They are hard to defend. The thing, I thought they would be kind of caught up in playing touch football and having to win 50 to 40. So far, the defense has been good. And so if that continues, then they've got a complete team. Uh, and I think Washington will be really hard to beat. I, I tend to agree with you. Why is the SEC not as good as it has been or not as dominant as it has been? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously Alabama slipping is a big part of that. Um, Georgia so far just looks good. They don't look like the Georgia teams of the last two years. Uh, Tennessee was probably due to regress a little, and they have. Um, the quarterback play is not as good as it had been in recent years. Um, you take out Bryce Young, you take out Hendon Hooker, you take out Stetson Bennett. Those are big losses. Uh, and then defensively, I mean, they like Texas A&M gave up 48 to Miami. Uh, you know, they've, they've, they've taken some hits uh, defensively in what used to be by far the best defensive conference. So, you know, I think you combine those factors, and, and yeah, it's a down year for them, no doubt about it. Pat Forty joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, um, Florida State survives. Everyone suddenly got on the Florida State bandwagon. Then they go to Boston College and they survive. What's the what's what's your bandwagon look like for the Knolls? 
Um, yeah, I'm still on it. I think that uh, I think they win in Clemson this weekend. Uh, you know, that, that's a big ask going to Death Valley and winning there. But I think they're better than Clemson. I, you know, I think the Florida State or the BC game was kind of, you know, muddling, sleepwalking through a little bit, and like, yeah, we know we're better than they are, and just taking them a little bit lightly. They, they, Florida State probably was exposed a little bit defensively, certainly defending quarterback run in that game. But uh, I still think they, their offense is dramatically better than Clemson's offense, and their defense is good enough uh, that they can win the game. Pat, you're the best, man. Appreciate your stuff. Appreciate your work. Appreciate you being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. My pleasure, Doug. Thank you. That's uh, senior writer for SportsIllustrated.com, Pat Forty, and uh, of course, been covering college sports forever. Let's get some breaking news. Here's Dan Byer. <laughs> news from Fox Sports. The Dallas Cowboys are 2-0, but today they've lost corner Trayvon Diggs for the season. Diggs suffered a season-ending knee injury in a one-on-one drill in practice. The NFL Network reports that an MRI confirmed that Diggs tore his ACL in the workout. Trayvon Diggs, corner for the Dallas Cowboys, out for the rest of the season. Uh, help me out now, right? Like he hadn't gotten the new contract, correct? He did. Five he did. years, $97 million. Which, of course, doesn't go live because he's still in the rookie contract this year, right, as a second-round pick. So that means this is year three, so then next, or year three, year four? Three, right? Um, and, of course, he was an All-Pro in 2021, a Pro Bowler both years. And, you know, a guy who takes a ton of chances. But that's interesting. Terrible news for the Cowboys, especially considering how they started. Huh. It's also, I mean... <laughs> Injuries could happen anytime. I mean, one-on-one drill today sounds like something that was just innocent that you would normally do. So, you know, when we have these discussions, it's it's the nature of the beast. It is the nature of the beast. All right, more to come on that as Dan will give us a complete update at half past the hour here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.